got so little time But I feel like you knew me I keep my mouth shut but Think they'll see right through me As it's all been one big loss Hell, it's all because of us If only they knew me The way that you knew me Well, it all has been left up Hi there, and welcome to the first episode of Dog's Best Friend. My name is Beige. You guys might recognize my voice if you have come over from other shows. And if uh, not, then this is your first introduction to me. Then I'm just going to let you guys know a little bit about myself in this first episode and why I'm doing the show that I am doing now for you guys. Uh, Anyone who has come from another show over to this one, you might notice a few things different about me. Um, This is a non-swearing show. I will not curse on this show at all. And also, it's a very positive um, thing all about our favorite four-legged furries. Uh, Yes, Dog's Best Friend is all about uh, working with your dog and creating the best possible dog that you can have for yourself. Now, um, I I am a dog trainer and I have worked very hard and gained a lot of knowledge in what I do. I will never once ever ever tell anyone what they should and should not do with their own dog. It is entirely up to you. If you do, however, choose to ask me advice, um, I highly recommend listening because a lot of it I have done myself or worked with other people and I've seen it work in dogs, which is why I'm so passionate about it and um, everything about dogs. But I didn't just wake up one morning and be like, hey, I I just, that's it, I'm doing this, this is all about dogs. No, it took... um. Many, 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 many years for me to get to where I am now at this stage in life, especially with the uh, four-legged furries. I was always that that kid that would uh, de- desperately wanted a dog as a child, um, and I always, always just also was that guy who thought that you know a dog was a dog. Um, you didn't need to do anything with them. Dogs just did everything that dogs do without any form of training or anything like that. I was sorely mistaken. Um, I would constantly walk around the neighborhood and bring home stray dogs and tell my mother that, hey, guess what? We have a dog now. We're keeping it. No, that lasted for a couple of days until my mum found the owner and they were like, oh my God, you found my dog. And I was like, yeah, found. But, you know, I was little and desperate. Um... My grandparents owned a nursery up in the um, Dandenongs, which is uh, sort of like forestation, Melbourne um, sort of thing. Anyone around the area uh, near near Melbourne might know of the Dandenongs. Um, they had a litter of puppies up there once, and I was like, oh my gosh, we need a puppy. We have to have one. So my mum finally caved and said, yep, we can have this puppy. So I took home and owned my first dog, which was a Border Collie blue, cross blue healer. I named her Shadow, and she was literally my shadow. She would follow me everywhere, and she was a fantastic dog. Um, found out later on that my mother really does not like dogs, um, and she couldn't deal with uh, a working dog, like a Border Collie Cross Blue healer that really needed to have some training. <laughs> Apologize for some background noise there. Uh, 
My four-legged fluffy is currently crawling around, walking around the floor of the studio, banging into everything with his cone on his head. He's had a um, couple of issues at the moment, and unfortunately needs to wear a cone uh, to stop him from scratching his ear, so I do apologize for the background noise. Stixie, good boy, mate. Um, Yeah, and for those who don't know, my dog's name is Stix, and I'm, I'm sorry, I just, oh no. Okay, Stix seems to be settled now. There we go. Uh, all my mates had dogs. I was always around at their house and playing with um, their dogs and everything. Uh, I would even hang out with kids who I didn't like just so I could go and see their dogs. Um, that's the kind of uh, human being I was. Uh, and then so I went right, right through high school, uh, never never owning a dog, never having a dog. Um, just wasn't really in the cards for me there. As I said, my parents weren't dog people. Uh, they also moved away to another state and I was left in uh, this state by myself uh, at a very young age and I couldn't really afford a dog so I never really thought about it and I so I started my apprenticeship and uh, you know wasn't really making much money so I couldn't really afford a dog or anything like that hey Stixie come here Um, because let's be honest dogs are damn expensive and um, I had a workshop dog her name was Abby she was a beautiful beautiful uh, German Rottweiler uh, fantastic dog, big block head, uh, massive solid body, broad chest, everything. Um, excuse me while Stixie comes up to say hi. Hi, mate. Can you hop off? I'm talking about another dog, aren't I? Then you hop. Good boy. Well done. Um, yeah, beautiful dog. Uh, she would, you know, hang around with me all the time in the workshop. Uh, didn't come out on site with me. But that's all right, you know, didn't have to go everywhere. Um, so, yeah, and then um, obviously I left that place and then um, went on to do some more things on my own. And um wasn't until I, I met my wife, when we were living in this place, uh, came across, I guess, the opportunity of um, taking a new puppy. Uh, she was very young, uh, four weeks old, I believe, uh, when she came to live with us uh, through circumstances. Um that we don't really need to get into, but um, yeah, so she came uh, into our care, at, yeah, four weeks old, and um, you know, we didn't have any kids or anything at this stage, so a four-week-old puppy was my real introduction to parenthood, I guess, because <laughs> um, let's be honest, puppies are very, very needy. So as anyone who's ever had a puppy will tell you that um, they are very much hard work. Especially at four weeks old, so I was up sort of every forty-five minutes in the middle of the night, taking care of her, and um, you know, some some mornings like I had diarrhea all over me or vomit or whatever, and it was just really like having a newborn baby. Um, so yeah, I I cared for this dog uh, a lot, um, and so for anyone who knows me out there, um, outside of this show and anything else, I'm actually talking about Aria now. So. She was, uh, as a lot of you know, she was my heart dog. Um, just everything about her was fantastic. Now, I um, I never knew that dogs could have things like anxiety or uh, depression or anything like that. I Like I said earlier, I always thought just a dog was a dog. Um, I didn't know that, you know, just like humans, they have issues. Uh, and she, she had her fair share of issues. She was a very anxious um uh, fearful, anxious. Uh, so if she was scared of something, she would get aggressive. Um, didn't really think too much of it at first. Just sort of went, oh, you know, we'll just you know take her this time of the day and work with it here. And 
um, like, you know, I'm walking her in the street and I've got her muzzled and I'm just going up to random people going, look, she can't, she can't bite you. Can you pat my dog just to show her that strangers' hands are really good? So, like, and I look back now and I'm just like, wow, I did a lot more damage than I, than I really meant to with this dog. And, you know, I didn't know any better. I didn't have anyone like me that I knew of to, to help out and lend a helping hand. Um, so I, I actually made it a lot worse in those earlier days without knowing. Like it's that that thing where you're just trying to make everything better, but you end up just keep stuffing it up and making it worse and worse. Um, I stumbled across a group that were working with. Um, they sort of specialised in uh, rehabilitation of uh, dangerous animals. They would say, and um, it was actually an aversive training method. And again, I didn't know at the time um, that you know probably not the best thing for her, but. You know, I went went through went through the ropes with it. Um, you know, went on and and did some training and all that sort of stuff. But like, it was it was a, a punishment based method. So like, if they were to do something wrong, I would then you know yell no, uh, pop the lead, and walk them in a very tight circle. Um, but of course, with her, I had to do it a lot harder and tighter because she, it would like. It's, <sighs> I look back now, and it just it sort of angers me and what I did to her and look. I didn't mean to do it. I just I thought that I was doing the best thing for her. But let's not sit on that because that's not what this show is about. Um, but you know, there's there's times when you know people couldn't get near her. So during the course of her training, there, we, you know, things wouldn't work. So they ended up throwing buckets of water. And it was wasn't until one guy pulled me aside and said, "Okay, let's try like a rolled up newspaper and we'll we'll hit her on the stand." I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm not cool with this." Um, so yeah, I just basically said no to that and said, "No, I'm not not happy doing that." Um, uh, and then, you know, unfortunately I did, I did lose Aria. Um, and look, to be honest to this day, it still, still breaks my heart knowing that, knowing what I know now and the possibility that I could have, um, done better for her. Uh, it, it's a big catch 22 because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sticks, um, but I'd have Aria, but then, it's it's like a big it's a lot of what ifs a lot of what ifs so she was um she was what I would like to call a purebred mutt and it wasn't until I I had Arya and I did everything that I did with Arya that I realized holy crap I really care for dogs like a lot like I always thought I liked dogs but I didn't realize that I was that crazy dog person and it turns out I really am that crazy dog person but I've owned it and I'm okay with it. Um, now I surround myself with people who have uh, small children and dogs. That's that's my life. I'm always around small children and dogs, um, and constantly working with my guy sticks. But yeah, so um, to follow on from there, so yeah, we lost we lost Aria, which is um, just absolutely devastating. Uh, some time went on, um, and it was the day the day that I brought my son home from hospital as well. So you know best day of my life mixed in with one of the worst days of my life um so i'm just gonna try not to choke up there <laughs> so the the song you actually heard at the start of this episode which is going to be the dog's best friend theme is actually um a song by this good robot that was um mine and aria's song i uh i first heard that song while out on a walk with aria uh, and I fell in love with the band straight away. I was like, these guys are fantastic. Love everything about them. Um, and just, it was me and her. It was our special little song. And it was actually a song that I played to her while um, we were going through the procedure of um, letting, letting her have her sleep. 
So, oh, that song is, um, for me, it's the dog's best friend anthem, basically, because, um, yeah, she, she was, um, she was, you know, my best friend and I was her everything. I raised her from a young, young pup to a beautiful dog. And, um, yeah, so, uh, a few months later, a couple of, quite a few months later, actually, um, we sat, sat down with my wife and we decided, I think it's time, um, and it was a, it was a hard decision, like to to get a new dog because we didn't want a replacement, because uh, you know she couldn't be replaced. We just wanted um, something to help, just to fill that that void. And um, to us, a house didn't feel like a house. Uh, sorry, a house only felt like a house until we had a dog in the house, and then it felt like a home. So um, you know, we we bought the house with the big backyard and everything for her and. All that sort of stuff. So we had it there, sitting there, big backyard, wasn't being used. Um, you know, the kid was only brand new, uh, didn't didn't really get around that much, so sort of didn't really use the yard. Um, <laughs> anyway, yard aside, we um, went through breeders this time um, to find the polar opposite dog. I, I had to have um, I had to have a male this time. Uh, he had to be black in color. And a completely different breed because I just couldn't do it. I couldn't wake up and look at the same breed, similar color, same sex. Um, it, to me, it felt like that would be a replacement. As much as um, Aria was one of my favorite breeds, um, yeah. So now I have uh, Sticks, the beautiful black Labrador, and he's actually from a a gun dog line. So. Um, working gun dog Labrador retrievers. Uh, he's. Uh, we we put in the request for for him, and it was let's get a dog that's happy and outgoing. Should have been much more specific with those criteria, because we definitely got happy and outgoing. And uh, I'll tell you, from anyone who's had a special needs dog, um, and then gone to a dog who actually is quite confident, <laughs> it's a lot of hard work with a confident dog, and it's it's probably because we have put in a lot of hard work ourselves with um, training and everything. So. Yeah, I decided to try and find somewhere that was more positive-based. I didn't want to use an adversive uh, training technique for him. I wanted everything in his life to be happy. So if a stranger touches him in the street, I stop and I say, hey, now you get to hand-feed him because I'm teaching him still to this day that uh, strangers' hands are good things. And, you know, you just put your hand on my dog. And I love it because people go, I don't want to feed him. It's like, well, mate, maybe you should have asked before patting someone's dog because, you know, not every dog is just a dog. Um, you know, if somebody tried to pat Aria in the street, uh, it it wouldn't have ended well for them. And you know, I, back then I wouldn't have known how to deal with that. But um, now I'm, I'm equipped with all the techniques on how to deal with um, you know aggressive dogs, uh, scared dogs, happy outgoing dogs. I have got that dog now that um, can be climbed all over by a toddler, and um, he's actually happy about it. You look at his body language, and everything about him says, "I'm happy. I'm comfortable with this situation." And it's been a lot of hard work to get there. Uh, and still to this day, if something uh, pops up that needs work, I, I work on it straight away. Like um, recently just found out that he's not okay with sitting up in the van and having a motorcyclist pull up next to him. Uh, it terrified him to the point where he started barking. So I worked with that straight away, jumped all over it, got him good with that again, which was fine. Like just one of those things, need to work with it. Um, so yeah. Go forward um, with our training with sticks and then um, through there, just fell in love with the methods that I was doing down at Sit Happens. 
uh, to the point where they, you know, offered me a job as a dog trainer. And I was like, yeah. So got uh, trained up properly in the uh, positive reinforcement roles. Um, so during uh, the recording of these episodes and everything, as I, I, I should actually mention, every time my dog does something that I like, I give him a reward marker. It's kind of like clicker-based training. So he does something, you give the click, but I don't have a clicker on me at all times. So I'll, if you ever hear me say, okay, it just means that Styx has done something good. And right now I'm actually getting his treats out and giving me his treat because he's just laying there doing nothing. So I decided to reward him, um, which I'll get into reward markers and stuff probably next episode. I uh, just wanted to let you guys know what it is that I'm actually doing and all that sort of jazz. So everything I do is positive reinforcement based, um, which can be really hard sometimes because, you know, it's like everyone wants to stop their dog from doing something. Uh, it's always really hard work. Like when people... I hear a lot about what they don't don't like about their dogs, not what they do like. So like if, um, you know, your dog's up on the table and something like that, like paws up on the table and they're searching for food or whatever, it's like, what do you want your dog to do? Business? I, oh, I don't want them to do this. It's like, well, let's not think about what you don't want. Let's think about what you do want. So if they're up on the table, what do you want? I want them to stand in the kitchen comfortably with their paws on the ground. So that's what you want instead. So if you can't say what you want your dog to be doing instead of what you don't want your dog to be doing, how is your dog going to be able to do the right thing? Um, so... Uh, what anytime we we work with something together, um, whether it be me and you guys one on one, or if it's a group question or something like that, I want you to think about what it is that you actually want your dog to be doing. So if you're contacting me and saying, "Hey, uh, my dog keeps barking at the fence. Hey, my dog keeps tearing clothes off the line. Uh, my dog keeps won't return the ball after I play fetch." Um, think about instead of saying. I don't want my dog to tear clothes off the line. What do you want your dog to do instead? Do you want your dog to lay down calmly and watch you hang out the washing? Do you want your dog to wander around uh, while you're hanging out the washing and just watch you? Um, just simple things like that. Dogs up on the bench, what would you rather? All four paws on the ground, calmly in the kitchen. Uh, just little things. Change the way you're thinking. Um, you know, you your dogs don't know right from wrong. I know they look at you and they, they look like they've done the wrong thing. Like you walk in and they've torn your favorite pillow up and they've got those big eyes and their heads tilted and their ears are forward. And it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, it's They're reacting from you. So you've walked into the house. And even if you're not going, ah, you dog, what have you done? Ah, just that. Before you deal with a dog, it's enough for the dog to be like, whoa, I'm in trouble. Um, so they're trying some appeasement. They're big eyes, their ears forward. It's like, I'm innocent, I'm little, please don't hurt me. Um, and there is a couple of different kinds of dogs. So there is a, there, there is a dog that, you know, you would you would say no to if they've done something wrong. You'd be like, hey, no. Uh, there's the dog that would be like, Woof. You're you're scary, I'm going to attack you. That's my old dog. Aria would do that. And then you've got the um, the other kind of dog that you'd be like, no, don't do that. And then they would, you know, wet themselves and cry in a corner. Um, that's another kind of nervous behavior. Or you've got the dog that I have now. No. They stop what they're doing. They look at you. <laughs> it's you, whatevs, and go back to what it is they're doing. <laughs> Quite annoying sometimes. Um, so, yeah, basically what I'm, what I'm here for now and what I want to be doing with you guys is... Um, I want to help you. I want to share my knowledge, um, things that I've learned, things that I know how to do. I've got a few people on board that are willing to help out. Um, 
and you know if there's something that I can't help you with I know quite a few people in the field now that are willing to help um, the guys down at sit happens have put their hand up and said yeah we'll be on board uh, which is brilliant because you know I, I wasn't going to do this without them being on board I, I feel like I couldn't do it um, with everything that they've helped me learn and got me to where I am I mean it's it's fantastic and in saying that, like, you know, they can call me up at the drop of a hat and I'll be there and I'll be helping train other people's dogs. It's it's just what I'll do. It's what I'll always be doing. Um, they are the best thing ever. Uh, and, you know, unless, you, unless you've got a dog, um, I, I guarantee you've got, if you've got, you've listening to this, you've probably got one or you're thinking about getting a dog. Um, just the hard work, but... They're so much worth it. They're kind of like, um, kind of like kids, really. Like they are hard work, but you know, do it right, and it's so worth it. And like as, I, as I'm recording right now, Sticks is just sleeping in the corner. I'm just looking at him, going, "Wow, you really are just that one chill dog." Again, everything that I've done. So, um, what I want you guys to do is, uh, this is a full interactive show, and there is going to be a YouTube channel accompanying it. The YouTube channel is already set up. Um, so I will be doing uh, demo demonstrations on how to do certain things with your dogs. Sometimes I will use sticks, my beautiful puppy. Other times I will use someone else's dog, depending on what your question is and what you want to work with. So if like anything at all, um, if it's something that I don't know, um, something that I haven't had to deal with before, I will go down to the guys at Sit Happens and I will be saying, hey, all right, time to shine. Um Celeste or Aaron, um, you know, let's let's do this. Uh, let's work with these people. Uh, if you are in another country, I'm happy to do uh, Skype training with you and work in and, and check in. Uh, if, even if you want to be on the YouTube channel and show off um, your dog before and after. So, you know, you've got a problem with the dog um, that's snarling at the mailman or something like that. Let me know. Uh, let us work through it positively to make your dog happy. Because um, if you think about it, a lot of the times you might not be reading your dog right. Um, they might be snarling at someone. You'd be like, oh, that person's dangerous. Um, it could just be your dog's scared for whatever reason. Um, they might smell different. They might sound different. The dog could just be scared of new people and new things. We don't know. Um, but there is just a massive amount of tools and certain things that we can do to work out what it is, uh, why it is, and how to do it. Like, so um, anything at all. Absolutely anything. Um, it might seem really small, but it's just really, you know, eating at you from the inside and you're not quite sure. Um, you can also just ask me anonymously if you don't want to, um, you know, be named or if you don't want your dog to be named, um, whatever. Like, that's, that's just what I want you to do. It's not about going, hey, my dog's better than yours because my dog does this. Um, <laughs> look. My dog's not perfect. My dog is definitely the mechanic's car, uh, always needing extra work. <laughs> but you know what? He's probably always going to need extra work, and I'm always going to be there to give it to him. Uh, and yeah, so what I want you guys to do is sit down, think about what it is that you want from your dogs, and what. It, and it doesn't have to be a new puppy. It can be an old dog. Like this uh, is because it is a positive, and everything is happy. It's not like we're trying to retrain your dog. We're trying to create that calm comfortable dog in all environments therefore getting you that dog that doesn't necessarily have to interact with everything um they can sit there and just watch the world go by happily and calmly and still interact as you as they want to and 
uh, but comfortably and happy. That's all. All I want in the world is more comfortable, happy, relaxed dogs. Um, some dogs, there is like like people. Some dogs aren't going to be able to just do that this way. Um, you know, I might recommend you know your dog might need medication or something like that. Uh, in which case, you know, go see a vet and say that you know. Tell them I sent you. <laughs> Every vet knows me. <laughs> Not true, um, but let them know that you know this is this is what you're thinking. Um, yeah, but you know each dog is different, and um, I don't have a favorite breed of dog. I don't have a favorite color of dog. I don't have a favorite sex of dog. All dogs are my favorite. Um, I used to always think that I hated pugs uh, and just all little dogs. Uh, I did work with this. Um, tiny little pug thing uh i think she i kind of she was a pug cross something and she was tiny little black dog and it was actually kind of funny because the um one of the girls who was helping train me up at the time she just looked at me she goes oh this is your first pug crush crush isn't it i'm like yeah she's freaking adorable (laughs) and um she she was a special needs dog and you know we worked around and, and got her working good with the owner and it was fantastic and i still think about her now and I, I constantly like want to check up on her and make sure she's going all right. But that's what I mean. Like we can do this um, together. Like so, you let me know. We'll work on it before and after. If you want to come on the show, uh, come on. We'll have a chat. We'll talk about your dog. We'll work with it. And you know, maybe get onto the YouTube channel, show you how to work with it. Or if you're if you're local, I'm happy to meet up at a neutral place and you know work with your dog and you together. Um, and it'll be a lot of fun. And it's just because I'll get to get out there and meet more dogs. I guess, and some people, but you know, let's be honest, I like dogs more than people, uh, and I'm all right with it. So, what I also want to try and do as well is kind of like a weekly segment. Um, and this will entirely depend upon you guys, uh, the listening audience, to how well this goes. But I want to do like a feature dog of the week. Um, you know, send me in a picture of your dog, the name, a video of your dog, or whatever, uh, and tell me your best things about best things you love about your dog, and we'll get it up on the feature segment of uh dog's best friend um you know and why not why not kick it off now with uh with my favorite dog current favorite dog i should say um sticks sticks can be the first uh feature dog of the week so um as we'll be around you know rounding off this episode anyway because it is just an introduction so next week we'll be looking at um teaching you guys your reward markers um, so if you're wanting to use them or clickers or something like that, so you can, we can work out how we're going to actually train our dogs, um, because it, it will make, it will make a lot of sense. But, um, like I've said before, anyone who knows me and has seen videos of my dog, especially videos of my dog around my kid, they'll know that he's one well-adjusted dog and it didn't happen by accident. I have put in a lot of hours with this dog and I should say he's not even two years old yet. Um, so he's doing damn good for a giant puppy. Pardon me. Um, so yeah, feature segment for this, a uh, feature uh, dog of the week this week is Styx, my giant black Labrador. I say giant because he is 42 kilos of puppy. Uh, he's had a lot of issues of late. Um, he started off with an inner ear infection, which ended up becoming an outer ear infection, which ended up he caught mange. Uh, and then we had to deal with that. And as of this morning, I'm pretty sure I've noticed an ingrown hair inside his ear. And now um, 
he's doing some damage to the outside of the ear that no longer has skin on it. Uh, so he's back in his cone. But he is just the most happy, fun dog. Uh, I love him so much. He's brought me back out of a dark place um, after the loss of Arya. Uh, and it's great, like, take him out in the street, and he wants to see everyone, and everyone wants to see him, he's got a massive amount of four-legged friends that just love him, I'll take him down to the park and let him run off lead, because his recall is extremely well, so I can do that, but he'll run off lead, and I'll just hear people like, oh, it sticks, hey, and they'll give him a bit of a pat, and yeah, that woke you up, didn't it, mate, um, so yeah, it's just gonna be a lot of fun, um, doing it all, so sticks is my dog of the week this week. Um, so yeah, you guys can email me at dogsbestfriend at gmail.com or you can follow me on Twitter at um, dogsbfpod. Uh, yeah, or you could find my personal uh, Twitter account, which is at the BG Boy. But um, yeah, I guess that's where we'll finish it off for this week because it was meant to be just a, a short, quick introductory to, to who I am and, and how I got to where I got. Um, but yeah, I really want to work with you guys and I really want to help you out with your dogs. Um, you know, as soon as I sort of came up with this idea for this project and just went, this is me, this is where I want to be. Like, it's not me trying to be funny or trying to be silly. It's me trying to be, or not trying, it's me being real. And, um, you know, stick with what you know. And what do I know? I know dogs. Um, you ask anyone out there, uh, family members of mine, people who know me only through the internet or people who, you know, have I've done work for, um, you know, during either my day job or dog work. And you say, uh, what's what's one thing that you know most about Beach? Um, I would say 95% of them would say, oh, loves dogs. It's all about dogs. Uh, the other 5% would probably say comic books. Um I think it's more because I talk a lot more openly about dogs, uh, even than I do about my family, because I see family as a very private thing. Um, that's my family; they're very special to me. But dogs, you know, I'll, t- I'll talk to anyone about my dog. Um, it's more of a neutral, neutral ground there as well. Like a lot of people <laughs> probably don't want to hear all about my kid, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but they always want to hear about dogs. Uh, so, guys, yep, yeah, hit me up on those things. I'll put them in the comments as well so you can um, jump on there and find me. But please, jump on board. Get get involved. Um, yeah, it's all about all about positiveness with your dog and um, making your dog feel better and be better. And the, the happier your dog is and the easier your dog is coping with life, the better your bond's going to be and you're just going to have an amazing dog, an amazing friendship, um, and it's just going to be fantastic. And I can't wait to help with this uh, and, and hear people talk passionately and openly about their dogs and you know how much... not. And it's not even about how much I'm helping. It's just like you know helping you understand why your dog's doing what it's doing, um, and just seeing that bond grow even stronger. I can't wait. Um, it's nothing happier to me than helping someone find extra and more happiness with their dog. I just I can't wait. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's all we have time for today for this episode. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you have a lovely week. Um, go out there and enjoy your dogs. Bye. Now away.